Alright, alright, okay, okay, what is up everybody, it's LJ talking some facts right here, guys, put the facts, like always, of course, hope you guys are enjoying your <clears throat> Tuesday morning so far, it's the first of two episodes here today, so right now this is my AL and NL 2021 MLB wildcard, or whatever you want to say, MLB 2021, uh, you know, you'll see in the episode, but these are my AL and NL wildcard games predictions, we got the Yankees and the Red Sox tonight, and tomorrow in the NL game, we got the St. Louis Cardinals against the L.A. Dodgers. Let's get right into it. So tonight, my New York Yankees take on the Boston Red Sox. Garrett Cole will step on the mound tonight against Nathan Avaldi. This is going to be something right here. Yankees-Red Sox, the greatest rivalry in all sports right here between Boston and New York. Here it is at Fenway. The last two times the Yankees have played the Red Sox in the playoffs... It all ended at Yankee Stadium with the Red Sox on top. So what better way would it be for the New York Yankees to stick it to the Red Sox at Fenway tonight? And hopefully they can. Hopefully they can. You know, this is going to be something, though. This is a game right here while we signed Garrett Cole. This might be, right now, be the biggest game in his New York Yankees career. For, for right now, it's going to be. Because Yankees, Red Sox... It's win or go home. This ain't no wild card series. This is one game and that's it. You know, both teams finished with the same record this year. It was an up and down season. You could say for both teams because the Yankees really started off down and Boston was all the way up and they really fell down Boston and the Yankees went up. Then towards later on the season, Boston got back up and the Yankees were, you know, both teams were up and down. In their own ways, they were up and down. The Yankees have the upper hand against the Red Sox in the last few games that they played them. So, hopefully that continues tonight. And Cole and Evaldi, it's a rematch from the 24th, where the Yankees beat the Red Sox at Fenway. I believe it was 8-3. And Cole, other than the home run he gave up to Devers, shut down the Red Sox, the Yankees knocked out Evaldi in the third inning. So, this is going to be something, though. It's going to be something. And Cole finally got his first win at Fenway on the 24th last month, so that gives him a lot of confidence going into tonight's game. Tonight's a different animal, though. We know that for a fact. It's going to be a nerve-wracking game. And this is the fourth time the New York Yankees are playing in that one-game wild card. And they're 2-1. and one. All three of those games, though, right at Yankee Stadium. This time, they're on the road. And this is Boston's, I believe... This is their first one-game wild card. Let me see. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. So the pressure. It's on both teams. I can't say who the more the pressure's on. It's equal. It's equal because it's Yankees-Red Sox. But it's going to be some game tonight. And the Yankees already said Kyle Gashioka will be catching tonight. I'm like, thank God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Urshela might play, they said. So... That would be great. And Boone said Torres might lead off. I'm like, all right, I mean, they've done the last couple games. I mean, that might work. We'll see. And Alex Cora said J.D. Martinez will be like a game-time decision for today. Or like they'll find out sometime today because his ankle's bothering him. So we'll see if he plays for the Red Sox. Oh, man, this is going to be a nerve-wracking game. I mean, I already said it was going to be Evaldi for the Red Sox. I didn't see them going to Sale at all. Even though Sale only pitched a couple innings on Sunday against Washington... He can come out of the bullpen. He could definitely come out of the bullpen, Sale. So the Yankees got to expect that. You know, I think Sale will come in a situation where he's facing a lefty. It's not going to be against, like, Judge and then John Carlo. Like, no, it would have to be, like, Gardner, 
And maybe she's coming to face Gardner or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know how this lineup is really going to look tonight for the Yankees. I'm predicting it's going to be, like, from outfield to infield. It'll be Gallo in left, Guardian center, Judge in right, Odor third, Gio at short, Glaber at second, um, Rizzo at first, Higgy behind the plate, and Giancarlo will DH. That's my prediction right there. You really, they don't have a reason to put Giancarlo in the field. They don't, to be honest. They really don't. But it will be some game tonight. It will be. Got a lot of lefty bats in there. You got Gallo, you got Guardi, you got Odor, and then Rizzo. That's a lot of lefty bats right there. That's good for us. That's great against a guy like Evaldi. That's really good. I'm sure if it was like Rodriguez or Sale, they probably would. Uh, maybe they would bench Odor and put Velasquez in and put him at short and put Gio at third. Well, Velasquez is a switch hitter, so, you know, they probably would figure out something like that. Um... It's, it's going to be something, though. It really is. You know, winner goes to Tampa Bay to play the Rays in the ALDS. It's going to be some, it's going to be some game tonight. Everybody's going to have their eyes on this game right here. You know, I really hope the Yankees get redemption because obviously I don't remember 2004. Of course, I've seen, I've seen it on DVDs, obviously, and seen it on YouTube many times with the Yankees blowing the 3-0 lead in the ALCS in 04 against Boston. So, I can only imagine what it was like to feel that right there. Because like I said, I don't remember that at all. I somehow remember Aaron Boone hitting the walk-off home run. I remember seeing it on the news when I was three years old. The day after Aaron Boone hit the walk-off home run in Game 7 of the ALCS in 03. I somehow remember that, though. I don't, I don't know how. But, um... And it's like I somehow remember Carlos Beltran striking out in the NLCS in Game 7 in 06 against the Cardinals. I remember actually watching that game. <laughs> Remember some things, sometimes you don't remember some things, just how it is, I guess. But, um, whew, I'm, I'm nervous talking about this game right now. I really am because I don't want to go home right now. The Yankees have fought way too hard to lose in a one-game wild card. The season cannot end tonight. It can't end tonight. And like I said, like I mentioned um, on Sunday when I was, you know, reviewing the Yankee season, you know, my thoughts going into the postseason, how far can they go? Like I already said, and here my, here's my prediction right now. The Yankees, I'm predicting my New York Yankees will beat the Boston Red Sox tonight, and they will move on to face the Tampa Bay Rays in the ALDS on Thursday. It's just the Yankees, I feel like the New York Yankees are the most talented team going into the postseason. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased. I'm not being biased at all. That's how I truly feel about the Yankees. The Yankees have so much talent. Their offense is talented. With Judge, with Giancarlo, with Rizzo, and Gallo's got his talent too. His defense is great. His offense, this is who he is offensively. Odor's had some nice moments. Gio put his whole life on the line right there, making that amazing catch going to the dugout on Sunday against Tampa. He put it all on the line. Glaber stepped it up recently other than you know, not run, you know, not hustling to first base down by ten runs. I think it was down by ten runs, but no, you still got to hustle. But other than that, Glaber's bat has been really good recently. Higgy's had some moments. Guardy's had some really good moments the last couple months. Uh, is there anybody else missing offensively right there? I think I said Odor has been good. Rizzo has had a lot of great moments too. And you look at guys on the bench. You know, you'll see Gary will be on the bench. I mean, Gary, I know I've given Gary a lot of shit, but he has had. 
some moments this year. He did hit a walk-off against the Twins last month. Defensively, I think he's a liability. Offensively, I mean, like I said, he's had some nice moments offensively, but I don't know. I just don't think he looks confident at the plate. Hopefully that changes the postseason if we go far. Like, hopefully it does. Hopefully it does for us or for his sake. You know, most likely Tyler Wade, he'll be on the bench. He's got his speed right there, and he's great defensively. Same for Velasquez. They said Florio might be on the bench too. You're going to need a legit backup outfielder because Wade's not a legit backup outfielder. He's more of a five-tool guy. He can play the infield and the outfield, but you want a legit guy out there like Florio. I think he might I think he might be on the uh, postseason roster. So the Yankees have a lot of talent offensively. They do, but they underachieved so much this year. At times they underachieved a whole lot. And whether you want to believe it or not, missing Luke Voigt's bat, that might hurt them a little bit. It might hurt them a little bit. Because most likely Voigt would have been the DH going forward, you know, in the postseason. So his bat, you know, they're going to miss it. They absolutely will. And I, don't, and I want to just say, I don't think Voigt's going to be on the team after the season. I think the Yankees are going to get rid of him. I mean, if they, they trade him, you have to hope some team takes a chance on him. And they're going to see he's injury prone. I mean, ever since 2018, he has been injury prone. 2019, he was up and down. Last year, he was playing injured. So he led the league in home runs, even though it was a short season. This year, completely up and down. It's just a shame because when Voigt's hot, Voigt is hot because he's got a great bat. He really does. He's got a lot of energy. He brings a lot of energy to the team. He's got a lot of heart. I feel bad for him. I really do. You know... Just hopefully, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like, I would like Floyd on this team going forward, but I don't think he's going to be. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be at all. So hopefully, we could bring back, we could bring back Rizzo because he's a free agent. I mean, hopefully, we can. I would love for him to come back, obviously. But um, like I said, with the talent offensively, the Yankees have a whole lot of talent. When it comes to the pitching, the starting pitching, I mean. Garrett Cole, obviously, is talented. He's going to be up there for the AL Cy Young. He might win it. Robbie Ray only beats him in one category, and that's the ERA. Other than that, Cole beats him in every category. Other than the ERA. So, Garrett Cole should win the AL Cy Young. He really should. And hopefully he does. You know, you look at other pitches as well. You look at Jameson Tyone. Everything that he's went through the last couple of years, getting back on the mound this year, struggled a whole lot starting the season. But in June against Oakland right there, he stepped it up. And ever since then, he became a dominant pitcher. He was the pitcher of the month in July. He was the AL pitcher of the month in July. Tyone was pitching great. You know, until he got hurt on the sixth last month. But ever since then, he's had two starts. Didn't pitch very long, but he put it all on the line on Sunday against Tampa. Pitched great. Even though he got taken out in the fourth inning. He pitched great, did all he could for us. Well, not all he could, I'm not sure make it seem like he was struggling. Like, no, he pitched, he pitched very effective for us, which we needed out of him. You look at Corey Kluber, like I said, the no-hitter was amazing back in May. Back on May 19th, I believe it was on. 
It was beautiful. But ever since then, he was on the IL for three months after that. He got hurt against Toronto, and he was out for three months. And he's only had one. He's only had one good start since he's come back, and that was against Cleveland. And that's it. That is it right there. So I mean, like I mentioned before, Tyone's a free agent after the season. So is Kluber. I think the choice should be easy. You pick Tyone over Kluber. I wouldn't even touch Corey Kluber again. I let him go somewhere else. Even if Kluber does step it up big for us here in the postseason, I still don't bring him back. I know that might sound ludicrous to some people. Well, that's just how it is. That's just how I see it. But Tyone got a lot of talent. Really stepped it up. Hopefully we make a deep run. Hopefully he's effective. Nesta Cortez, you know, after the Yankees got rid of him after the 2019 season. and he, I think he did pitch for the Mariners last year. He didn't really do much for him. He wasn't that good, but the Yankees brought him back. And Nasty Nesta, man, they put him in the rotation, and he stepped it up for us. He's really become that number two starter for us. Like, say if the Yankees do go to the ALDS, Cortez should start game one. He should. He absolutely should. He's got a lot of effective stuff, man. He really does. He really, really does. He's really stepped it up for us. Then you go to Monty. Monty is so on and off is what he is. He's such an inconsistent pitcher. That's who he is. Some games he looks effective. Some people call him the next Andy Pettit. And then some games he looks horrible. So you don't know what you're going to get out of Montgomery. Like I said, he nibbles around too much. He doesn't attack. But when he does attack, he's effective. Everybody thought he was a number two starter for us, but right now he's not looking like that. He looks very average. And I don't think he's hurt. Maybe this is just who he is. I think he's completely healthy. It's just who Monty is right here. And you look at the bullpen, all the talent the Yankees have in the bullpen... Like guys like Michael King that really stepped up for us this year. You know, getting rid of Cecil was a mistake. I still can't get over that. You know, Luis Severino, since he's come back, has been effective for us out of the bullpen. You know, Domingo Herman. I think will be good down the line for us in the bullpen. I think in the future he should be a bullpen piece. He should be like a Cessa type for us. Clay Holmes coming here with a four ERA from Pittsburgh, and they fixed him, and he's been very effective. Wandy Peralta, never heard of him either until he came over from the Giants. He's been great. Chad Green, ending the season. Chad Green ended the season on a good note. Just hopefully in the postseason. Hopefully we get big money Chad here in the postseason. Hopefully. Albert Abreu, he's he's like on and off. Like, you know, you really don't know what you're going to get out of Abreu. He's been in a lot of big moments. He's gotten out of some big moments, but then he's also gotten beaten some big moments. So he's kind of like iffy at times. Jolie Rodriguez, I'm not a, really a big fan of him, to be honest. He's kind of like had a lot of negatives, I would say, the more positives for us. That's just how I feel. Lucas Litke, you know, started the season, he did really good. Then he started to slump for a while, but he ended the season pretty good. Litke was really effective for us this year. He came out of nowhere, and he was good for us. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably forgetting some people. Actually, no, I don't think I am. But now Chapman, I was getting to him right there last. Chapman, effective start in the season, but towards the end. Well, towards the end, actually, no, he was effective towards the end. Like, middle of the season, he was getting, you know, blown up a lot. So hopefully, 
Hopefully Chapman steps it up in the postseason for us. Can't blow it at all. Come on, man. Got to step it up. Be that Cuban missile for us. Come on. That's what we need out of him. You know. But like I said, the Yankees are very talented. One of the most talented teams, if not the most talented team in the postseason right now. Just hopefully they can make that deep run. So I do believe they will beat the Boston Red Sox tonight. And they'll be moving on to face the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday. Hopefully when I talk about the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox wild card game tomorrow morning, I'll be reviewing the game. Hopefully it's not like a two-part episode where I'm also talking about the New York Yankees season ending. I'm, I'm confident we'll win tonight. That's how I feel right now. I do believe we're going to win. So let's just hopefully, let's hope tomorrow's not a sad episode. Hopefully it's a nice, happy episode and we get ready for Tampa. It's just, but it's one step at a time. I already know these guys. They're not thinking about Tampa. They're thinking about tonight. You know, us the fans, we get overre- we overreact a lot. It's just how it is. That's any fan, though. I'm sure there's a lot of Boston fans thinking the same thing, too. We'll see what happens. Hopefully Garrett Cole... Hopefully Garrett Cole can really go the distance for us tonight. Hopefully. He didn't look good against Toronto in his last start. But it's a whole different animal right here. Cole has been effective in the postseason. So we need that of him tonight. We need we need him. We need him more than ever. Let's see what happens. But I got my New York Yankees beating the Boston Red Sox in the wild card game. In the annual wild card game here tonight. So now let's get to the National League wild card game, which is tomorrow between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Los Angeles Dodgers. What a run the St. Louis Cardinals have made all year. You know, they started the season not too bad, and they kind of fell off the radar, and they just weren't there at all. Like, the Reds took over second place. We knew the Brewers had that division in the bag, you know. The Cardinals kind of fell off a little bit. But they made some good moves to the trade deadline, which, we didn't, which didn't seem like good moves. They got Jay Hat and they got John Lester, and both those guys have stepped it up for the Cardinals. And Adam Wainwright's had a really good season. He might be up there for the NL Cy Young. He might be. Adam Wainwright, at his older age, I believe he's 40, his older age, he's pitching effective. He really is. He's pitching really good. And tomorrow it is going to be Adam Wainwright versus Max Scherzer. So this is, that's going to be some matchup tomorrow. We already, we already know Scherzer's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Wainwright, Wainwright might get some votes, you know. He's going to be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame, obviously, in the retirees number. But will he be a Hall of Famer? That's... I could see him being like a veterans committee kind of guy, how he gets in there. But in my eyes, Wainwright, I do see him as a Hall of Famer. I do. I don't know if anybody else feels the same. I'm sure some people do and some people don't. That's fine. But I see Adam Wainwright as a Hall of Famer. I do. You know, Yanni Molina, we already know he's going to be a Hall of Famer, one of the best catchers of this generation. And we already know Yanni Molina and Adam Wainwright are both coming back next year for the Cardinals on a one-year extension. So will next year be their, their last year together? Who knows? They both, they both still got it. They both do. And the Cardinals offense has a lot of great pieces like Tyler O'Neill, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. That was some move with Arenado. Nolan Arenado is insane, man. He really is. And Goldie, even though Goldie's a little bit older, he's... He's still playing good. He's still playing good. You know, you have O'Neal, you have Edmund as well. This might be Matt Carpenter's last season as a Cardinal, so... 
and tomorrow could be potentially could be his last game as a Cardinals. I believe he's a free agent after the season, so he might go somewhere else. Who knows? And you, know, you have Harrison Bader as well. The Cardinals have a lot of young talent, some good pitching as well. You know, especially getting Hap and getting uh, Lester, and they've been effective for them. Their bullpens were good too. You know, Alex Reyes and Gallegos. Fucking Giovanni Gallegos, the guy that we traded to get Luke Voigt for. Gallegos has been a top reliever for the for all of baseball, I have to say. And the Cardinals had that historic 17-game win streak just recently. The highest win streak of the season. They got they got hot at the right time. And they're still hot right now. They're a red-hot team here in the wild card game. And now with the LA Dodgers, over a hundred plus wins. And they're playing a wild card game. Well, because San Francisco Giants, San Francisco Giants had an amazing year. They really did. I'm not denying the Dodgers not having a good year either. They had an amazing year as well. And this is, you know, the reason why they got Max Scherzer right here for the wild card game. And I already knew it was going to be Scherzer. I mean, you, that, that should be an obvious choice. We know Scherzer did pitch the NL wild card game two years ago for the Nationals against the Brewers. Didn't look that good. He got beat in the first inning right there a little bit. But the Nationals offense, they came all the way back. They got the win. And then the rest is history. They go on to win the World Series. But um, I believe tomorrow is going to be a pitcher's duel. And tonight might be as well between the Yankees and Red Sox. But tomorrow it's going to definitely be a pitcher's duel. I can see the game ending one nothing or 2-1. to Because it's just going to be a pitcher's duel. I think the offense is going to be extremely quiet tomorrow. That's just how I feel about it. You know, the Dodgers, they did lose Max Muncie, and he's he's out for the wild card game tomorrow. If they get to the NLDS, he's going to miss the NLDS. So he could, he could potentially come back in the NLCS if the Dodgers get there. So the Dodgers got a choice right here. They could put Bellinger at first, or they could put Pujols at first. Because, like we all know, there's no universal DH in the National League, or obviously if there was, Pujols would be DH in every day. So who knows, we might see Pujols set against his former team right there. Imagine that. Or imagine him getting a walk-off hit against his former team. That would be something. That would be insane. You can't write any better than that. Or imagine Pujols making like a diving play and in the Cardinals season. Just imagine. Imagine like this base is loaded two outs in the top of the ninth and balls hit right at Pujols. He dives and makes the catch. Oh my god, that would be just heartbreaking for Cardinals fans. That would be. That would be hard. That would be extremely hard for them, I'm sure. God damn. Um No, but this game is gonna be something though. It really is tomorrow. It it really is. You know, I know a lot of people might be picking the Dodgers for tomorrow. Uh but, you know, they have a lot of talent as well, the Dodgers. They really do. Even though Bellinger, he's extremely regressed this year. What was he batting? Like 160, 170 this year? Yeah, he regressed a whole lot. But Trey Turner won the NL batting title, you know, from the Nationals to the Dodgers. He's been great for the Dodgers. Justin Turner's been great. Corey Seager's been great. Um, Mookie Betts, I would say, has been great. And also Muncie has been too. Pools, you know, he's had his moments. But this is who he is. He's an older, you know, he's older. It's not prime pools where he's going to hit 40, 50 home runs, obviously. But on the Dodgers, they have, you know, a lot of talented pitchers like Scherzer and 
you know, Kershaw's a little bit banged up, you know, and I still, you know, even though he did step it up in the postseason last year, it's just, I don't know if I trust him. I don't know, because that was, I think they said his shoulders bothering him, his elbows bothering him, so that's a little bit concerning. Um, Bueller's very talented, obviously. Julio Reyes led the league and wins this year. So he was really good. Dodgers bullpen. Dodgers bullpen has a lot of great pieces like Trinan. And, of course, Jensen. Even though Kenley Jensen, he's so iffy at times because he has such good stuff. But it's, it always feels like a heartache when he comes in. It always feels like that when he comes in to pitch. Because you don't know whether he's going to blow it or he's going to be effective. Most of the time, he's in what I've seen out of Jensen, he gets into so many jams. It's like he has such good stuff, but he allows a lot of home runs. It's just, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about Jensen, man. He like he he scares me. If I was a Dodger, if I was a Dodgers fan, he would scare the hell out of me. He would. He absolutely would. But um, it's just gonna be a huge pitchers duel tomorrow. It's just what I see it being. I don't see any. I don't, I don't see much of a any offense tomorrow, in tomorrow's game. I just don't. I just think Wainwright and Scherzer, they might go seven plus innings with seven shot innings. That's just how I see it. And then some one of their bullpens is gonna crack. And I do believe it'll be the Dodgers. That's just how I see it. So tomorrow's game, I got the St. Louis Cardinals. I got both road teams winning. I got my New York Yankees tonight, and I got the St. Louis Cardinals tomorrow. So I got my New York Yankees advancing to face the Tampa Bay Rays and the NLDS, and I got the St. Louis Cardinals. Winning tomorrow and advancing to face the San Francisco Giants, the NLDS. It would be something if both uh, road teams win. It would be. And that's what I believe will. That's what I believe will happen. That's what I believe will happen tomorrow. Or tonight and tomorrow. All right. So that's it right now, guys. I will talk to you guys later on this afternoon. With my NFL 2021 Season Week 5 predictions. That'll be later on this afternoon. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hope my New York Yankees win tonight. A little bit nervous, but we'll see what happens at 8 o'clock tonight, man. We'll see what happens. But alright, guys. Talk to you in a little while. And that's it for this one. Talk to you later on, guys.